0: Hello, this is Brian Foster, and I'm talking about Spiritism. Today is September 21st, 2021, and we are on, as we've been doing for quite a few Tuesdays, we're talking about A Wander in the Spirit Land by the Spirit Francesco. And we've gone through a lot of his. It's very interesting. And now we're in the part where he's telling us different facts, that what he knows, his view of the facts. We're going to compare those with the Spiritism, the Spiritist view of the facts, And this is chapter 31 Why Spirits Are Invisible. So let's take a look. Let's bring this one up, hide this. I always like it so you can read along. I think people enjoy this format from what I have heard from our listeners. Okay, this is chapter 31. Why the spheres are invisible spirit photographs. And now, Hussein, there is another point I wish to ask you about. I have frequently heard men on earth say they want to know if the spheres exist around the earth and between them and the sun. Why is it that all men cannot see them? And why they cannot even see those spirits who are said to be actually in the room with them? Naturally, men are not at all satisfied to be told simply, that it is because they are not clairvoyance and have not the soul sight. They still want a clear explanation. I'm a spirit myself, and I know that I exist, and so does my dwelling place. But I am unable to give an answer to the question, can you do so? So before I read his answer, let me give you what my answer. And this is very interesting because I've had people even today ask me like, okay, what's What's your definition of the astral plane, the spirit astral, the mental, the etheric uh, planes? And everyone has these different names for these planes. And I don't see, I don't use any of those definitions. It's it's the spirit plane. There's multi dimensions within the spirit plane. People have called these different things because that's what they see. The astral plane is when people think that they're they're traveling and they don't think that's a different plane, but what spirits have told us is that you can travel according to your spiritual level and maturity. And there are just an infinite number of planes. You know, and there's this huge number of levels. And so, what that is, I mean, it's, it, and so what the spirits have told the Reverend G. Valon, which I use, is there are 10 levels of heaven. And they said, and these levels, we say, they, they're different graduations and they they merge into one to the other. And it's it's basically it's all has to do with what you are permitted. So if you're at the third level of heaven, and it could be you know some people call seven heaven level uh, seven levels of heaven. Some say there's three levels of heaven. In whatever level you are on, you can go to that level and below, but you can't go higher. Not because you are um, what I know specifically not allowed to, but indirectly it happens because you cannot. You cannot um, stand the the environmental conditions of that level. Meaning, it's too bright. It's just it's it, it's you just like retreat from it. You, you can't see, and that's why angels, of course, as like I said before, are bright because it's they reflect the love of God. And so, if you were at the same level as that angel that you saw, who's all fuzzy, it looked normal to you. Now. The other thing is, there's different ways of looking at this. Some people look at that as they want to know the chemical, like when they say uh, ethereal, right? And then I've read papers about the ethereal atom, and then it proves that spirits can exist on less energy. They have to, you know, they can eat less and drink less because the ethereal atom, you know, takes less energy in order to make things move and so on and so forth. You can look at it that way. You can look at it as geometrical uh, concentric circles of different levels of heaven. You can look at it as a highly complex uh, database with tables and with permissions of what your environment is and that you never really actually move, but you have permissions to to go through different trails and follow data points from one to another and look at them as you would see uh, as a physical site or look at them as a spirit with this is more like data, like something out of the matrix. So there's different ways. This is very complicated, and I th- and I truly believe that what spirits have said is there are different ways to even as a spirit for you to perceive the whatever universe you are in. Now, now to the question is you know how, you know how come I can't see if you said you can see you're a spirit. Well, let's look at it from the human point of view first. From the human point of view, is what we're told by spirits, is that and and this is in the books by the um, Chico Xavier, is that we are limited. We can only see about one eighth of the world around us. So that means we can't see colors, and you always see even in NDEs, people will come back and they'll say, you know, I, I can't describe the colors. There's just wonderful colors. I can't describe them, and then there's sounds. This uh, one person I know. Really uh, wonderful. He had an a, out-of-body experience. And he was in this library. And he had his, is on a table, it was a wood table and had a wood chair. And he, he had his chair was kind of like a little bit at uh, a different angle to the table. And therefore his head was at a different angle. His one ear was closer to the books, was closer to the wall than the other ear. He moved his chair out. He could hear the sound bounce off the wall and come back. And he could hear the difference of when the sound returned from one ear that was closer to the other ear that was farther. That shows you the power you have in the spirit world. Your senses are just so much more uh, fuller and sensitive and have a huge amount of wider range of of uh of what you can see of wavelength whatever you want to you know whatever type of thing you're, you're sensing now from a spirit point of view when they come to earth do they see they see what we see no they see you as your spirit if you're a spiritual person you're lighter right they can they can see more brightness they can see some of your future they can read your mind if you're if you're a, a very deep down depressed not a nice person they see darkness it's almost like you're a shadow not a human they don't see they don't see this outside facade that we have you know they don't say oh that's a that's a handsome guy or beautiful woman they'll say oh that spirit is you know pretty high level or that's you know well, that person's yeah you know, pretty low level not very bright so that is how they see it so that's because it's all about this is how complicated the spirit world is it's all about the level you are the state that you're in are you a spirit are you in the are you in the temporary campus called earth in the so-called physical plane this is what if you are you can see you can see this range you can do these things and you can't move you can't change a lot of things through your mind but if you're a spirit you can change this type of stuff you, you can do you can range. this is your range of travel so think of it as rules and process based of where you can go and then you can think of the geography and the environment you can think of it as physically there because that's you're allowed to look at it in that manner Or you can just think of it as logical places, like in a a game on your cell phone or your computer, they have scenery. And a person walks by and they see the scenery, they see the lakes, they see the cities, see the buildings. Those buildings don't exist. They're all in data, but they're displayed to you because the application interprets the data and builds the city for you. I believe it's the same way in the spirit world we are there as a spirit we can decide to look at it as just some sort of data or we can decide to look at it as the representation as it wants to show if you were in a semi uh, spirit world with things that you can look at and see like talking to the spirits or if you were in the physical world so i hope that confuses everybody <laughs> so well, i mean it, it's a lot to think about and it's just it's um it's not an easy concept. And I is still I I know that I have an intuition that um, I'm pretty sure that I know I'm not capable of really understanding it. And therefore, uh, I'm probably not capable of giving a perfect explanation. I believe I'm directionally correct. As I say in my book, the spirit realm, I try to explain these, these things. But uh, because if you analyze what you're told by the spirits, It's This is kind of has to be how the world works. And it is planes even higher than that, which they say are sublime. Okay, let me carry on with with what I'm reading. Hussein laughed. I could give a dozen elaborate explanations, but neither you nor these mortals who are unable to see the spirits would be much wiser after I had done so. I must therefore endeavor to make my answers free from technicalities as I can. First though, let me ask you if you have seen the photograph of unmaterialized spirits, which have been obtained by certain mediums in the flesh. You have noticed that to the mortal sight they present a semi-transparent appearance. The material doors and windows, furniture, etc., show through the figures of the spirits. Now that gives you a very good idea of the amount of materiality possessed by an astral body, the first degree of spiritualized matter. Okay, so here they use astral as a first degree of spiritualized matter. I don't see that in writings by spiritist authors maybe, but I might have, might have missed it. The material particles are spread so thinly that they are like a fine network united by invisible atoms of a more etherealized nature. So sublimated in fact, they cannot be impressed upon the most sensitive plates now used by photographers. Now this is very old. This is back 120 years. Spirits after they leave the earth plane cannot be photographed by the plates now in use. They do not possess gross enough atoms in their composition of their bodies and have therefore to either materialize a body like an earthly one or they may use another method which has found successful and which is one commonly used in the case of spirit photograph where the spirits are visible to clairvoyant sight though invisible to material eyes. And that's because they're visible to the brain of the medium not to the eyes of the medium, right? Because our eyes Again, as remember, I said spirits everyone see one-eighth of around us can't see those etherealized uh, atoms, right? It's just simply like air to us. Now, I do know mediums that can see spirits. This is simply described by saying these spirits make use of some, some of those astral envelopes or bodies that I've already described to you as forming from cloud masses of semi-material human atoms, astral shells, which neither served as a covering of any soul, in which are so plastic in their nature that spirits can mold them into their own likeness as sculptures molds the clay and that's directly correct yes they use universal fluid they use the 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 atoms they use the material around them and they can through their thoughts they can create a shell that corresponds to how they look at themselves within their spirit and they can create this these replicas can be can be in our photograph bearing a greater or less resemblance to the spirit according as his will, power, and knowledge enable him to stamp his likeness upon them. And though they are not strictly speaking the photos of the spirit themselves, yet they are nonetheless evidence of spirit power and of the existence of the spirit who has made use of them because each spirit must himself stamp his own identity upon the plastic astral form where the more advanced scientific spirits Prepare that form to receive the impression. In the case of materialized spirits, photographs, the spirits really make a body from the more material atoms and enclose themselves in it. And that is a lot. What they'll do is they'll they'll take this matter, and a lot of it. Will, they'll take this kind of uh, matter. They'll take from mediums, and it it is like a chico Xavier could do this but he was told not to do this anymore because it exhausted him is to come up with this matter and a spirit would use that to actually become pretty physical and you could see the person they could move their arms and all that um now you think you know if you if you look at if you look at what i just said in our physical world and you think well that's impossible right that's that's stupid and yet when you really understand what this world is, that it's a it's a dense extremely complex uh, logical construct and that we on the physical earth plane are spirits because our spirits, spirits connected the paraspirit to our to our physical body. So we have our spirit probably in this piece of logic and then we have this piece of logic. This other piece of logic that is represents our physicalness and that physicalness can only can only see what is allowed to see and therefore a higher spirit can come and they can say okay we know that we know the parameters of what that physical body can see and we will use use the data that we, that is around us to fashion ourselves so they can see us within a certain extent, and they have the spiritual maturity and level, the permissions, right? Let's because everybody that worked with data knows different data and different applications and different uh, modules that in, in, you know do in, inquiries of other data. All have to have a set of permissions. Nope, you can like read only, write only, read write, all that. Well, I think I believe it's the same way in the spirit universe. Now they have a higher set of permissions, and that's what they talk about. I talk about that in my book, "Spirits in the Spirit Universe." Is as you go higher in the spirit universe, you have more tools in your toolbox. You have more power. You have more. You have more ways to query information. You have more ways to ask for help from higher levels uh, in a more direct manner. Right? Everybody can pray even here in our physical body, but you have all that. Uh, capability so if you understand what this world really is that you're an immortal spirit and this is you're on this simulator called earth to help you change your personality and your character becomes quite logical if you put it out to its logical extent it's strange it's a strange concept but once you understand that concept then all these strange things ndes your uncle or aunt coming to tell you something from a beyond the grave, uh, the visions that have appeared to you, um, religious prophets that you know think they talk to God and they're they're told the future, they're told something's going to happen. It all becomes like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that because it's all possible. It's all manipulating data according to the extent of what you are allowed to do. Now I'm simplifying it. I'm sure there's so much more to that. although I do know a lot of people want, want to really understand the physics, like, you know, etheric atoms and stuff like that. So I believe that that is another way of looking at it, look at the physics of the spirit world, because there's rules and procedures, right? Because really, when we people talk about natural laws and we talk about divine laws, I really think they're more of like natural processes and divine processes, because the spirit world creates everything dynamically. Okay. Uh, Where was I? Oh, they see the more spiritualized matter as well as the grosser astral atoms. Therefore it appears to them as a solid body with well-rounded, well proportioned limbs, not as a transparent shadow of a spirit whose appearance may well give rise to the idea that returning spirits are mere shades, almost in fact, empty shells. The real reason of the empty appearance being that, as I have said, The photographic appliances at present in use are not capable of transferring the whole spirit's form, but only those grosser particles. In the case of a fully materialized spirit being photographed, this transparent appearance does not exist. The form is so perfect, so lifelike and solid, that men turn around and say it, therefore cannot be a spirit photograph at all. It must be nothing but the medium. Blind seekers who, in trying to grasp a subject so vast, so full of the most subtle difficulties, bring to bear upon it only the knowledge suitable for mundane things, and then conclude that they are able to decide finally so momentous, so scientific a question. Now, so I mean that is right on. Because you can't win, right? If you're not going to believe, and I don't blame anybody for not believing, because if, you know, before I found spiritism, if I was listening to myself, I'd say, I would say, you know, oh, I don't know about this guy, and so I don't blame anybody for not, we're not believing, but as if you've seen the uh, the proof I have by things happening that have no other explanation, by knowledge of the future given to me by my wife, the things that happened nine, ten months ahead of time with perfect specificity. That these weren't like, oh, you know, you'll you'll, you'll buy you 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 will buy a soft drink or something, but anything can happen. No, oh, this is very specific, and this happened. This has happened to a lot more people than I that's when you know there's something higher than you. And that's when I said, okay, if there's something higher than this, I got to figure it out. And that's when I found spiritism. And that's when I kept reading, found different Spiritist authors, mediums, I should say, who then psychographed books. And then I read books like this where I I see where they they overlap each other and they explain things from different points of view. And we, I was listening to a a guy on YouTube, really good uh, travel blogger. And he was talking to someone who was saying, I want to talk to you about Christ. He goes, no, nah. I'm i an atheist. If I don't see it, I don't believe it. And I understand that. I mean, that's a perfectly, perfectly rational response. If I don't see it, I don't believe it. And, but the question is, what do you see? Because you're not seeing much. And that, therefore you're going to have to do kind of like they did in, in war, they'll do radio and traffic analysis for those to see, okay, if the enemy's across the river, let's just say, and you hear a lot more radio signals going off, you know something's happening. You can't see anything, but you know by traffic analysis, something's going on. And that's what you almost have to do to find, to find spirituality, to find the spirit world, to find God, to find Jesus, is to look look past the obvious and look at things that you can't really explain because we here in this culture think science should explain everything and a, a true scientist will say no we don't know we don't know anything you know, say, you know that's a, a exaggeration they know a lot but they still know that they 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 know less than than anyone else thinks right they, there's so much more to learn and that's how we have to look at it. Don't, you know, just because science, you think science does it because journalists usually get, get all that wrong anyway. They'll make suppositions. Not that I'm perfect. I do the same thing. So always, you know, check me. But it's, therefore, it's like you almost have to, in a lot of people, which is the guy out on the YouTube is a lot like me. I had to have, although I believe in God, but I believe in a far off God. I didn't believe a spirit world like close up is I had to have those things happen to me. And they do that with a lot of people. Right. And I've talked to people that I thought no, I would never really believe me. And they go, Oh yeah, I I had this, this happened to me when I was in the car, my father talked to me and said, slow down. And I slowed down and then a deer came and I said, and it was like my father's voice. And you know, so these little clues these and then look at these little synchronicities in your life and then try to figure what's the probability of this and then that and then that happening so i mean you can always talk yourself into anything which i'm always i uh, constantly trying to say am i seeing things i shouldn't see am i fooling myself and thinking the spirit world can do all this and uh it really can only do a much smaller section so I constantly question myself. And of course, the spirits have told us that mediums, a lot of mediums fail uh, because they constantly question themselves and don't want to communicate with, with uh, things that aren't real in their estimation, which yeah, I, can, I can see that a lot. A lot. In fact, the Reverend G. Val Owen said he spent 10 years not, not sure that he was actually getting spirit uh, communications. So I understand all sides. Okay. Now let's go. Okay. Let me carry on. But to return to your question, having shown you how a photograph may give a spirit whose appearance is like that of a traditional ghost, I will now show you how mortals may also see them as such. But to illustrate my meaning, I will first ask you to imagine yourself back in your earthly body with no more powers of sight of spirit sight, than you possess then. Let us liken the material and spiritual sight to two eyes. The one we'll call the left and the other we'll call the right eye. And let the left stand for material sight and the right the spiritual. Suppose you stand with your back to the light and hold your forefinger in front of the right eye, where it can be seen by that eye only and the left seeing only the wall before you. Shut the right eye and the finger is invisible, yet it is there. Only not in the line of vision for the left or material sight. Now open both eyes at once and look at your finger and you now see it certainly, but owing to a curious optical illusion, it will appear transparent, a mere shadow of a finger, the wall being seen through it. And it may be likened to a ghost of a finger, although you know it to be a solid reality. So again, this is important. When we see ghosts and, you know, we think we see spirits, we look at them as a is transparent and flighty, and not all there, but to them, they're there. They're like that's why people. When I've been in mediums' meeting, and they they have mediums' meeting that are there to help uh, kind of lost spirits. You can't believe in the number of people that pass over, and think they're still alive because hey, I've got hands, I've got you know, I've got, I got my hair, I can see, I can touch things. And then they go home and, like, no one, they say, hello, hello. And, they, and no one, you know, even talks to them. And so that's why I thought that movie Sixth Sense was so good. Because it really hit hit the nail on the head. It's like no one knows he's there. Except the one boy who was a clairvoyant. So, but to that person, to that spirit, you're, you're perfectly fine. You're solid. But to us, we look at that and they're not it's all upon your point of view and then when your point of view is directed by your levels of permission of what you can and can't detect and the powers of your senses hence has arisen the popular idea of a ghost a clairvoyant looking at any spiritual object with the spiritual sight does so with the material sight closed to the power of the controlling intelligence who directs that person's mediumship it means they don't look through their eyes it's going through the pineal gland and they're seeing it in their physical brain therefore to him or to her the spiritual object does represent the appearance of a solid reality such as a material finger appears when seen by the material sight alone few men know and still fewer consider that even their material sight is dependent upon the material atoms which fill the earth's atmosphere and without which atoms, there would be no light to see anything by. So that's a good, that reminds I think this is a good analogy here is that your site, you can see the material atoms. So if you look at a layer, let's, let's say you go to Google maps and you can layer different maps on top of each other. And yet on the on Google maps, you only have, you only have permission to see the terrain, and no roads. And see, that would be Earth. But then, if you're a higher level of permission, you can see the terrain and roads and buildings. See what I mean? I'll carry on. At night, mortals can see the stars, even those who are not themselves suns, distance as they are, because they are material objects from which the light of the sun is reflected. During the day, the stars are still there, but the immense mass of material particles in the Earth's atmosphere, being illuminated by the reflecting of the sun's rays from them, causes so dense an atmosphere of light that the stars are veiled and no longer visible to material eyes. Ascend, however, above this material atmosphere of illuminated atoms, and behold, the stars are again visible at midday in the surrounding ether of space. Being free from such material particles is quite dark there is nothing to reflect the sun rays. Thus, although the mortal would be nearer to the sun, yet its light is no longer visible to his material eyes, which he can only see when there is some material object, however small, to reflect the light of the sun for him. How then does man know that the light of the sun is traveling through the ether space to earth? Only by reason and analogy, not by sight, for it is beyond the earth's atmosphere the sun's light is invisible to him. Men know the light of the moon to be only the light of the sun reflected from the moon's surface. Experim- experience and experiment has proved this, and now is universally admitted. In like matter, each little atom of material matter floating in the at- Earth's atmosphere is an infinitesimal moon to reflect the sun's light for man and brighten Earth with the splendor of these reflections. So again, these minute particles that are continually being thrown off in the atmosphere by the earth itself are but the larger and grosser atoms enclosing or rather revolving around minute spiritual germs that form a spiritual atmosphere around the earth and reflect for clairvoyance the spiritual elements of the light of the sun. These spiritual atmosphere forms what is known as the astral plane and bears the same proportion of density to astral bodies that the material atmosphere does to mortal bodies. And the light from the spiritual elements of the sun striking upon these spiritual particles is the light of the astral plane by which spirits see, the material atmosphere of the earth being visible to the material sight of mortals. It is not, then, easy to imagine that the spirit spheres may exist around the earth and between man and the material envelope of the sun, Without his his being able to see them by reason, of the fact that the spiritual site is closed and he can only see what is material. So, in essence, in he was saying what he calls it, the astral plane, which I call the spirit world. And of course, remember, the physical world is a subset of the spirit world. You are only allowed to see particles that are part of the physical world. And those are the denser atoms. And therefore, light reflects on them. When you're in a spirit plane, you see you see the more etheric and the denser. You see both. But you may see the denser physical part in different ways. The spiritual sphere, spheres and their inhabitants are certainly more transparent and intangible to mortal sight than is a finger appeared just now. Yet they exist and are as solid a reality as his finger. And are only invisible by reason of his imperfect sight which is limited to material things of comparatively great density and i think that's the end of the chapter okay so oh i see uh oh i see someone join if, if there's any questions give me questions because i i did finish the chapter I thought it was an excellent chapter, and, and I liked I liked the way he explained the way you, you could see. I, I'm hoping that that helped others. And I go into this. I hope he, I in a greater detail in writing where you can actually read and reread what I wrote in my book, The Spirit Realm. Spiritism has revealed the reality of our existence of what is the spirit realm how you can view it from different angles, right? Because, you know, if one, if one views, let's just say, you know, this plastic bottle of water, you can view it as, oh, this is plastic, there's water in it. But then if you viewed it through an X-ray, what it would look like, or if you viewed it with, you know, kind of a high-frequency U-angles uh, or, or, you know, in different, different lights, it looked different. And therefore, you you can look at that by thinking of that's how you view different things when you are in different states of existence. And I believe what what that may enable you to understand is that we live in a highly complex universe and that our life here on earth, well, as it is a dramatic to us right because things happen we lost our job we got a flat tire and our car doesn't start our you know our significant other just ruined our lives all these things but when you step out of that and you see that oh okay well i'm really in a simulator because if you look at it as a simulator why why do we have simulators why do why do they have pilots trained on simulators They do not have pilots trained on simulators so they can, oh, let's land perfectly and take off perfectly and nothing bad ever happens. And they have no experience when something bad happens. No, they wanna throw everything at them. They want to say, oh, wait, ah, there's a wind shear. Uh, There's a tire that was blown out, an engine that is gone, right? A passenger that went crazy. All those things, they want them to have experience. So when they fly, For real in that plane as my young daughter would call it for reals that they are prepared for that experience because the pilot has lots of responsibility spirits higher spirits have a lot of responsibility think of jesus christ who is in charge of the levels of heaven and ourselves the earth and other planets besides but think of his responsibility He's here to make us mature, to grow, to become better people. And he has tremendous power. You know, when you read the Bible, when I was younger, I thought, oh, I don't know if he can do all that. But now that I understand spiritualism, it's like, yeah, okay, I understand how everything could happen because they can manipulate. They can manipulate the physical world as they wish when they have that greater, higher level spirituality. And then when I read about... Um, buddha and these yogis that could move great distances and you know help people from far away with their health and uh and and people here on earth where they can they can cure people right we think oh you can't cure people well yeah i think you can by going in there looking at their data and changing changing the parameters of you know whatever they had and say and then of course you only have that ability to heal with your certain set of permissions and the permissions of higher spirits. I've been to healing centers, spiritual healing centers, and some people are helped just dramatically. And some people aren't. And and what people say is, "Oh, that proves that it doesn't work. No. When you look at it carefully, some people are not allowed to be healed because that is an important part of their destiny and they need to go through that trial. They need to have that negative pain or whatever it is. They need to have that. And they may have asked for that. They may have asked for that disease. Of course, they don't remember that here on earth, but that's part of them growing and becoming a better person where others had that. And part of their part of their class is to be spiritually healed so they understand the power of the spirit world. So there's a reason for everything. There's a reason that some things look like it doesn't work. And there's a reason for some things and some people looks like it does work. And So this is why it's so interesting. And this is why when you understand the spirit realm and our little part in it, you can almost, you can compare us to be like in a simulator. You can also compare us to be like a, a 11 year old who goes to summer camp. And says, I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I can make friends. I really want to be with my mom and dad, but survives through everything and comes out a little bit stronger and, and wiser. And that's where we are. And because we are immature spirits, we're on a planet of of atonement where we have to go through trials and tribulations because we've done wrong in the past. Now, the earth, starting around the year 2000, is moving to a planet of regeneration, a more advanced planet. We're, we're not going to have the immature, and retrograde spirits around us, giving us bad inspirations. We're, we're not going ha- to have more equitable. There won't be wars. still still be some primitive emotions, but mainly your trials and tribulations will be lessened. The earth will be more of a paradise and you'll go through and get more ex, uh, experiences. So I hope that helps you today. And uh, please go to my uh, blog site, uh, nwspiritism.com dot com and you can download my uh free pdf book let me find that for you or let me just bring this up here on mondays i have uh questions and answers about spiritism i do that mondays i get a lot of people which is great a lot of people for me it's not for other people but uh my book spiritism 101 the third revelation you can get that on pdf by going to my nwspiritism.com you can download that it's also available on kindle and audible and paperback and of course the alan kardec books if you just hit click on the picture on my site of alan kardec up on the top right-hand navigation bar it'll take you to for FB works a bookstore a bookstore and you can order the spirits book uh, mediums book and the gospel according to spiritism but you can also find alan kardec's book in pdf too and that's how i found everything i didn't spend one penny because i was downloading everything trying to figure out after i had these revelations that i that happen, and i go okay there's something going on here that's when when i read the spirits book and everything just clicked i go oh this is what i've been waiting for my whole life and i've had other people tell me that and that's because you have been waiting for that for your life and that's that's something that clicks for you it makes sense it it's um i know a lot of people you know just will go on the emotions and feelings of spirituality which is their way of learning and th- thinking if something clicks but for me you know maybe just you know my personality is i need to understand how it works and spiritualism and you know, the more i've read the more it's just fascinating how it works and it just uh, it's um it, it's so beyond any fantasy or science fiction book it, it's marvelous so anyway i want to say good night and thank you god bless everyone god bless